Thank you for joining the Remnant Podcast. I am your host, Jackie Wade. God's remnant are those who acknowledge God in all of their ways, even when their ways sometimes do not please God. They are the ones who are always confessing their sins to God while believing he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Here on the Remnant Podcast, we stand on the finished work of Jesus Christ, inspired and led by Holy Spirit to bring all glory to God. Lives will be changed, souls delivered, and faith will be preached and proclaimed as we declare and decree that we are kingdom individuals employed to speak into the earth realm for which we have been granted authority by God. Good evening. Thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you for joining us on tonight. Just sharing the podcast to a couple places. Look, we thank God for you coming on with us. Um, As we start tonight, we're going to specifically be talking about the sons of Issachar in the time. So uh, thank you for joining us. Listen, if you can... Please like, share, and comment. Um, We came on a little earlier than expected. Please like, share, and comment. Because the times that we're in today and the things that's happening within the world, we definitely want to be in tune with what God is saying. I have a special guest tonight. Our very own husband is here joining us. Hello, everybody. And um, we're not going to be before you long, so please like share comment you can ask questions you can put them in the post um before we start this evening of course before we do anything we want to thank god for everything and so we will have um a word of prayer on tonight i think this is your very first live huh yeah very first live yeah i appreciate you um asking me to come on i've been seeing the wonderful work you've been doing too you know that god has inspired you to put forth good words so i'm very proud of you i'm happy to be here i'm happy for the opportunity so we're live on podbean if you're not already following us i want to invite you to follow us on facebook our facebook page is the remnant podcast and then we're on podbean um the remnant podcast with jackie wade and then we're on several other platforms spotify amazon audible we're on iHeartRadio um, and several other um, platforms, and I'll put those up. But tonight we want to get into the Word, so we want to open up with prayer. First Chronicles, the 12th chapter, particularly about the sons of Issachar, the tribe, and the sons of Issachar in the times. Um, so, so let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come before you tonight, God, and we thank you. Lord God, we thank you for an opportunity that you've allowed us, God, to study your word, Father. We pray right now, Lord God, for each person that will join us on tonight, that you will open our understanding, that you would open our, um, our minds and our hearts to receive what you will say uh, through us tonight, God. Father, we know that we're nothing without you. And Father, we give you all the glory, all the praise, and all the honor. Lord God, we thank you in advance, Lord God, for um, giving us the insight, giving us the will, the the desire, should I say, the desire, God, to want to know about you, your mind, and your ways. 
And so on tonight, Father, we rebuke anything that will try to come against the airways, that will try to deter anyone from hearing this word on tonight. And we release the power of the Holy Spirit, God, to move like never before, God, and to give us exactly what you uh, have for each and every person. Lord, we thank you for those that will listen on tonight. And we thank you for those that will listen after or do a replay, Lord God. And Father, we ask Holy Spirit right now to be in the midst of us. Holy Spirit, lead and guide us. Let our words be seasoned, God, uh, that that God would be edified and glorified and the devil will be petrified, Lord God. And we give you all glory, honor, and praise. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 So I am so excited tonight. I have my special guest Leslie Wade, brother Wade, is with us on this evening, and we're going to do, we're going to do, um, get into First Chronicles, the twelfth chapter. So if you have your Bibles, um, please uh, be sure to turn with us. We want to talk about the tribe of Issachar, and these were this was a mighty tribe, as we we found in the Bible. Um, they were very astute. They was very wise men. And um, these men actually were very um, keen when it came to discerning the times. They they were actually the ones that helped David when he became king. They they was right there for David to, to walk him through and help him with, with a lot of different things. These men, they had a very special understanding. They had a very special understanding of the times and they were the ones that went and investigated issues they they uh were gifted and they were able to interpret the times and so as we see in today's world there are a lot of things that's happening there's a lot of things that's taking place and um i know for myself i pray all the time that god will continue to enlighten me and open my understanding and allow me to walk in an anointing like the Issachar anointing that I will be able to understand the times and interpret the times, not only interpret the times, but know when the times, different times and seasons end. A lot of times we are here about this is your season. This is your season. But then we also have to have an understanding of when, when that season ends and what to do next. And the only way that we can have this understanding and this enlightenment is through Holy Spirit that will lead and guide us in everything that we do and say. And so tonight, I wanted to ask you, Leslie, um, I know we studied and we talked about it. What really, um, what things would you say like stood out to you or, or, you know, made you think about, oh, wow, I really want to study this with my, with my wife. Well, one of the uh, major things that uh, stood out was that they not only understood the times, but they knew exactly what to do. So they had a heightened sense of discernment, which comes through spiritual intelligence. So through that discernment, they were able to understand what Israel had to do at that specific time, not in the future, but in the present. So it just falls back to the word um, discernment and the the necessity to have it in our lives as we move forward in these times. Amen. And so, like you said, they knew the times to, and what they also knew what Israel specifically should do. And so even on today, we have to remember that Israel is our, 
um, Israel is who we should be watching. The things that's happening right now in the world, we really need to be keen and be mindful of what's happening um, in Israel and um, pray. Pray for guidance. Pray for insight. Pray for understanding. You know, um, the sons of Issachar, they were part of uh, making king, making David a king. They were part of being that in that gathering at Hebron when you read First Chronicles 12 and 32. And I want to read that real quick. I want to go and, um, and let's read First Chronicles 12 and 32. And the children of Issachar, which were men that had understanding of the times to know what Israel ought to do. The heads of them were 200 and all of their brethren were at their commandment. That's the King James Version. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to just read a little bit more. It says, from Zebulun, experienced soldiers prepared for battle with every type of weapon to help David with undivided loyalty. 50,000 from Nephtali, 1,000 officers together with 37,000 men carrying shields and spears. And so we see here that they were ready. In 38, as we drop down, it says, all these were fighting men who volunteered to serve. Mm -hmm. Keyword, they volunteered to serve in the ranks. They came to Hebron fully determined to make David king over all of Israel. All the rest of the Israelites were also of one mind to make David king. The men spent three days there with David, eating and drinking for their families had supplied provisions for them. Also, their neighbors from as far away as Issachar, Zebulun, and Naphtali came bringing food on donkeys, camels, mules, and oxen. There were plentiful supplies of flour, fig, cakes, raisin cakes, wine, olive oil, cattle, sheep, for there was joy in Israel. And so you see here, when they stepped up and they served, they were ready. They were ready to make king, David king. And see, today we got to remember that God is still looking for us. He's looking for those who will um, be bold in their faith, those who will not waver, um, those that want to be servants like the sons of Issachar. And this is such a title where you really, we can't really finish everything in one podcast. Like this, this would take series of times and information to go over because there's so much good stuff that, that we can find. And see, we find today that many are um, lacking the ability to, to discern the times. A lot of times, and I don't want to judge, I'm not coming to judge. We, we so busy trying to discern people and we should, you know, we need to be mindful of that, but we also need to be mindful of our times. We, we got to be mindful. And just look, yesterday we saw Florida just experienced seven years of rain in seven hours. Tornadoes are coming like wildflower, wildfire all around the world, right? We know things are happening as atmospheric. And these men of Issachar remind you, they studied astronomy, not astrology, astronomy. So they knew they followed the stars. They was kind of, I like to refer to them sometimes as wise men. I know they had the wise men when Jesus was born, but they were wise men. They, 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 they studied they watched, they knew, they were, they were very keen and mindful. 
And so, as we know today, a lot of us are needing this. Yeah, we, I mean, anointing. a lot of people, yeah, lack discernment. And discernment today, as before, is not a option, it's a requirement. Everybody has to have a level of discernment so they will understand the season that they're in and understand, get the strategies they need to operate in that season. Uh, a lot of people don't maximize their seasons because they lack discernment. So that was one of the major items, major issues, made, not really an issue, but something that was of utmost importance in reference to the sons of Issachar that as we um, travel through uh, chronicles related to their story and related to their influence in reference to uh, King David. So without discernment, um, we're not able to decipher what is good and what is really bad in today's world. Because the sermon comes from spiritual intelligence, and spiritual intelligence comes from the Word of God. Right. And that's a good point, because we got to be in the Word of God. you got to have the mind of Christ. How do you get this mind of Christ? You get it through the Word of God. On a constant basis, correct. And not just learning it. But, but living it. Living it. Living it on a daily basis. Yeah. So when we look at it, we find that, like you said, to have that opportunity, to have that um, discernment. Yeah, to have yeah. that, it comes through the Word of God. The Word of God. Because He said it's a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. So how else can we know the mind of God without having that Word in us? And I want to make a point. And this is probably off topic. And the point I want to make is a lot of times we find people, um, or, you know, I may have been guilty of it, um, where you may think like, oh, I'm using my discernment. I'm discerning what person's actions. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And the question that I want to ask you, you all that's going to, that are here with us tonight and that will view the podcast is when we, when we really, um, use discernment. You want it to be from God. You don't. You don't want it to be deceit, rather than discernment. And I say deceit because sometimes we can ask questions or we can try to call someone or talk to someone to get answers to see where, what's their heart posture about what they may be doing. And we want to be careful. We want to be mindful that we want to use. And be in the spirit. Correct. In the spirit. Not in our spirit. Not in our way. Not in our thinking. But in the spirit of God. So God can lead us. And God can guide us. Because without that. It's because, null and void. Because 1 Thessalonians 5. 21 and 22. Says examine everything carefully. Hold fast. To that which is good. And abstain from everything. That is evil. So again, a lot of people are unable to maximize their season in their life because of lack of discernment. And we all, we, we don't all have it together, as we know. But for the most part, we want to ask God to show us. 
And, and this is the beautiful thing about God. Even when we fall short and we don't know, if your heart is in the right place, he's going to cover you. He's going to protect you. So many times there was things that I may have not understood. I mean, I'm, you know, people may have been doing things to try to test me and question me. And God will always show the truth of the matter because my heart was postured right. And that's the thing. Our heart has to be postured right. The beautiful thing about God is he knows our heart. Correct. When people don't understand and don't know us, God knows the intention right. in the heart because the Bible says man don't even know his own heart. Right. I mean, we need the, the, the supernatural combination through the sermon to understand not only about God, but understand what God is doing in our lives on a daily basis. Now talk about that. What's the supernatural combination? Supernatural combination is discernment. And it comes back to spiritual intelligence, which you get from the word of God. That's a supernatural um, combination. But the combination, you said the supernatural combination. So it's, right. so it's the word of God and what else? Word of God and spiritual intelligence. Okay, but the spiritual intelligence. But it comes from the word of God. So the supernatural combination is the word of God and increased spiritual intelligence that you get from the word of God. That would increase the, your discernment to another level. Right, and so that's Holy Spirit. So when we talk about, when he's saying the supernatural combination, you got the word of God and we need Holy Spirit. Amen? Correct. So, what was that scripture you just gave us? That's from um, 1 Thessalonians 5, 21 to 22. It says, Examine everything carefully. Hold fast to which that is good, but abstain from every form of evil. Nice. And so, we want to talk, we were talking about Issachar, if you're joining us now. Mm -hmm. I wanted to mention as well that Issachar we find was the fifth son of Leah and Jacob um, Leah was um, the wife that Jacob kind of threw to the side and she gave him this prophetic name um, and the name Issachar means recompense it, it means that you know I'm going to um, get my reward it's his reward will come or recompense and so when we look at that, we see that Leah was unloved. She felt like, you know what? I need to get what's mine. And this is my son. And I'm naming And that was his prophetic name. And we find in Habakkuk 2 and 3. And I want to turn in and read that. Um, let's go to the word of God real quick. Habakkuk 2 verses 2 and 3. Okay, and so we reached verse 3. It says, mm -hmm. um, For the revelation awaits an appointed time. It speaks of the end and will not prove, will not prove fa false. And so she gave him that prophetic name, meaning she was going to get everything that um, was going to be due to her. It says, Though it linger, wait for it. It will certainly come and will not delay. And so we see 
Um, tonight, I want you guys to be encouraged to know that God is always on time. Although sometimes it may seem like things aren't happening, it may seem like things aren't moving. You have to know that God is faithful. He is not slack when it comes to his word, that he love us, that he, he will continue to, um, if it's in his will, it will come to pass. Hebrews 11 and 6 says, God is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. And so as we seek God, we know that he will continue to do exactly what he's saying. Now, not only did the sons of Issachar understand the moods of nations and, and they understood current events, they understood public affairs. And so today, a lot of times we find um, that, you know, a lot of times we don't want to look at the news or we don't want to pay attention to certain things. And like we were saying, right. who was our focal point? The nation of Israel. Israel, right? yes. Right. And so we see that and we got to remember that these sons of Issachar, they were very keen. They were well known by their ability to understand astronomy, like we talked about. And they was also able to chart the seasons and the months. They was really in tune with a lot of things. They knew the moon cycles and they also knew the star signs. Okay. And so what you find today, you'll find people going to um, palm readers and different ones. Well, we're not talking about that. These were men of God. These were men that had the heart of God. They were servants. They was there to push the agenda. And today there are sons of Issachar that are operating here right now on the earth. When I say sons, I mean women and men of God that are able. God has given them this special ability. Amen. Amen. They have. <laughs> they. Amen. You said all quick. They've he's given them insight and understanding of revelation, and um, I just thank God for how He used you, Leslie, and how He used me to be able to understand things that take place and things where places we should be, places others should go, and the nations, right? The nations, really? and we get mad sometimes when we see leaders rise up, we see leaders fall. But God is ultimately in control. Right, when you see some, someone acting or being supernatural, that be, that's because they, they're treading on supernatural secrets. So, and that comes going back to the spiritual intelligence again and heightened discernment. So, so talk about that. Well, it's important for us to understand not only what season we're in, but what to do in that season and get a prophetic insight into what we need to do moving forward and get ready for the next season. So depending on how long the season is, you only do specific things in that season and in the other season, you have to do something else. So a couple of examples from the Bible is the woman with the issue of blood, she understood. She eventually understood that her, fine, her season was finally there and what she actually had to do to get healed. So that's actually understanding, not only understanding and knowing what season she was in. So although it took a long time, she finally got the discernment and understood what she needed to do to acquire her healing. And also you could say that also the um, tax collector, Zacharias, he knew he knew Jesus was around. And the only how he had to get to the Jesus is to climb up the tree. Right. And thus doing so, Jesus was able to see him. And then his life turned around at that point. So that was his season 
to be right. Yeah, that was his season. That that was his season to be delivered and to turn his entire life around. But you ha- you need discernment to understand what season you're in to understand what you need to do. And so again, that comes from studying God's word systematically. That comes from being diligent about God's word. Uh, wanting to know the mind of God, spending time yeah. with God, right? These were men that they spent time. Um, we want to know what God's word teaches us when it comes to matters and to be able to say, thus saith the Lord, to be able to say that um, in order to address the issues of today. Um, and so as you spend time with God and, and God downloads these things to, to you and I, then he gives, you have this insight, you have this revelation and understanding that it's not any beautiful thing about us. It's all about God. And although it's about God, um, we want to be very careful in how we interpret and how we come across and things like that. So we start to begin to know the times and not only the times we also start to know the shortness of times right because like you said leslie there's a time and the season for everything yes let's talk about it yes so there's a time when when there's a a time for to grow to reap right so to there's a time for anything there's nothing under the heaven and earth that doesn't operate by a time or a season right and so we start to know that there's a shortness of times too. So what you what I found is, and what I've learned is through studying the Word of God and seeing different things. A lot of times, people are walking a season of favor where everything is going right, everything is going right, and that season, any that season does not have to stop. The problem is you have to you have to recognize what was done in that season and stay consistent in that season. So you ever did a fast, right? Sometimes you'll do a fast and what you'll find is you've been fasting and things broke off your life. And then it could be a corporate fast. And although that fast may have stopped corporately, you know something has stopped in your life that only you have been praying about. So do you stop that fast? No, some of us will continue to fast because we recognize a season has come into our life. Something different has transpired in our life. And because of that, we want to continue that pattern. So that season and what we now have gotten available to us can continue. Because now you say, okay, the the sweets or just, I'm just giving an example, stopped in my life. So now I may want to stop um, watching TV. I may want to read my Bible more. So you continue that fast because you've now understood that something came, changed in your life. As a result of being obedient, you know, and God afforded you this. And so we want to be careful. We see all types of catastrophes now. Tornadoes, real-time plagues are happening. But we also see, this is the beautiful thing. We also see, we also see, what we're seeing, people... No, we see. we're seeing people coming to God. Yeah. A overflow of Most people definitely. coming to God like never before. Churches every Sunday. And I'm quite sure if you're watching from a different place or you go to a place of worship, people are coming to God. God's people are coming in multitudes. Souls are being added to the kingdom. What? Every on a daily basis. 
every day. Every minute, every hour. Yes. So I want to ask tonight, um, are, do you have any ways that people can heighten their discernment? Ways that... Yeah, that... I mean, there are many ways you can heighten your discernment. Um, Give us several a, ways. So, yeah. for one of the major ones is having self-control. Because if you don't have self-control, you will abort your season. So, having self-control is a very important one. In James 1, 19, it says, Be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to answer sort of anger or wrath so quick to listen slow to speak and slow to wrath or get angry now this is powerful i want to touch on this leslie right yes. i want to touch on it because it says my dear brothers and this is the niv version and sisters take note of this everyone not you not some not one it says everyone mm -hmm. should be quick to listen. Mm -hmm. These are key principles. Slow to speak, quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. That is a really big principle, right? Then it says in verse 20, because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. So we want to get close to our... Uh, asking God to give us this level, heightened level of discernment like the sons of Issachar. Yeah, but we, we need to have the patience. We need to have the patience to let God be good in our lives. We need to have that patience. Right. So quick to listen, slow, slow to speak, and slow to become angry because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Then it says, I want to read more. It says, therefore... Get rid of all moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent and humbly and humbly accept the word planted in you, which can save you. Do not merely listen to the word. We was just talking about this. Yes. And so deceive yourself. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in the mirror. And after looking at himself goes away and immediately immediately forget what he looks like but whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it not forgetting what they have heard but doing it they will be blessed in what they do not they may be blessed they might be blessed they will be blessed those who consider themselves religious and yet do not keep a tight rein on their tongues deceive themselves and their religion is worthless religion that god our father accept, accepts as pure and faultless is this to look after orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world and so we want to remember we got to develop what you say self-control self-control because without it we were bought seasons in our lives because we won't be able to we won't be able to have the level of discernment through spiritual intelligence to understand the actual season that we're in and actually what we need to do in that season. So self-control. Self-control. Second one is we need to pray. We need to stay prayerful. 
Because in these times, we, we have to ask God, God, what's my um, prophetic destiny for raising my children? How do I go about warding off the attacks of the enemy? How do I stop or eliminate negative cycles in my life? So that's why discernment is so important. Right. And to continue to get that insight after you, those cycles are broken and you see it, you got to stay humble. You got to stay at God's feet. And that's why it says these things that Leslie has given us tonight is really so strong. And so when we were studying, yeah, I mean, I was so impressed because I was just like, wow, these are um, things that super nuggets will keep you so rooted and grounded and consistent. (laughs) Even when even when the enemy comes, because it says, when the enemy comes in like a flood, because he will come in, let's be mindful, because God didn't wouldn't give us that word. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard. Well, what is that standard? The word of God. Yeah. And yeah. that is what we have to remember, right? Definitely. That's what we have to live by because that is our weapon. And so you said develop self-control. And develop mean constant. We, we're not perfect. But when we fall short, we got to get back on track. We got to remember, oh, I got to get this back. I got to work on this, God. I got to put this at your feet. I want to be more like you. I got to get in my word so I can, can know what I need to do. Because the word comes to clean us up. Not our clothes, not our pocketbooks, not our bank account. It is the word that comes to clean us up. And we can sit here and judge one another and be like, oh, this person is this and that person is that. But at the end of the at the end of the day, we all have fall short. We all have sinned and fell short of the glory of God. And we will continue. So we need the word. We need to keep developing. I like what you said. Correct. I like what you said. You said develop self-control. Develop self-control. Correct. Because in Psalms 119, 130 says the entrance of thy words giveth light. It giveth understanding unto the simple. To the entrance of thy words. So that means that's the word of God. Give you light. Give you direction. Give you understanding. Heighten your discernment in the things that you need to do. In the, in the spiritual. As opposed to on a natural level. Amen. Amen. And so um, you said that was Psalms 119 and 36. No, 119, 130. Okay, 119 and 130. Yes, 130, yes. Praise God. Okay. And so when we see here, we we have developed self-control. You said watch watch and pray. Right. And then I want to add to that, submit your all to the word of God. We kind of spoke about it earlier, but yes. we want to we wanna submit ourselves to God. We want to um, give everything that we have, everything that we, um, our mind, our heart, our will, when we give God our everything, right? We want to be able to give it to him so God can then use all of that and download what he wants to download into us, what he wants to give us. Correct. Correct. We not uh, we only are spiritual as the amount of time that 
we spend with God and understanding what God wants to do in our lives. So to increase our spirituality, we have to dive deeper into the Word of God. It's simple as that. And given these days and times, um, heightened discernment, as I said earlier, is a must. It's a requirement. It's not if you want to live a life, you know, that's that's not conforming to the things of this world. We need to heighten our discernment. That's the only way. Say when now say that again. If we want to live a life that's not conforming to the ways of this world, mm -hmm. we need to heighten our discernment. And the way we hide our discernment is through the word of God. And so when we heighten our discernment, we'll be guided in the ways that we need to go. We understand what season we're operating in. And given the season we're operating in, we know we will know through spiritual intelligence what exactly we need to do. So we know what to do from one season to the next. Right. And not only for us on what to do, but what nations should do. Some right. people are being called prophetically to nations. Some people are, um, I mean, I re really want to share something. I'm going to hold off on sharing it right now. But some people are dreamers, you know, prophets that were born prophets. I ain't talking about prophets because I ain't never seen a prophet that wanted to be a prophet. Because... <laughs> I, 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 I'm going to be, I, I, I operate in the prophetic and been doing it since I was a little girl and I've never understood it when I was young. Would you agree when we met yes. the things that I shared with you and the things right. that, and I'm not pumping myself up to have you believe something because. No, they, they, they happen. Right. They we, happen exactly how we said it's going to happen. Um, yeah, but you, when you have that, that's not something you're boastful about. I mean, Jeremiah was a weeping prophet. He cried because he didn't want to release the words to the people because what he knew, you know, for, it was so many different aspects. And even a lot of people today, I, I, I've learned to be obedient, but also to be mindful of the 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 um, arenas that I'm in. But if God tell me to release it, I have to be obedient and release it. Um, but I will say I've never seen prophets want to be prophets. And I'm not discounting these prophets today, but uh, when God is giving you this information, a lot of times it's not stuff you want to have to go and talk about. You know, you don't want that. Nobody wants to have dreams like some of the dreams that you may have. But I've learned that it's a warning that God has to, he wants to use us and we got to be willing to be available and understand that. And if you don't understand it, then you have to get around up more prophetic people so you can hone in and, and get, you know, sharp in that area because it's a blessing because that's part of the fivefold ministry. You know, it's just a given. And, um, and that's not something man has, we made, I made up. That's the fivefold ministry. That God, he wants the body of Christ to operate in so that he can continue to allow his people to have their head lifted above the enemy. We can't have one aspect and leave out another because then we leaving out what God has called the body to be able to do. And so when we recognize that it's not, nothing great about me and you got to submit and be willing. And that's why I say you got to submit your all to the word of God. Right. 
into God's will so that he can be glorified. Yeah, he'll use us. It's a wonderful thing to be used by God, even in a prophetic, even when you have to release negative words, but it's warning. It's words of warning. You know, it's words to enlighten us. It's, it's people that have visions. You know, I see visions. I used to see all the time of stuff that would happen before it would happen. Me carrying my son and us falling down the steps. You know, God was giving me a warning. I would be rushing so much in the morning and I would literally stop and be like, whoa. And I would automatically, because I was at that time a single mom, like, okay, let me put him on my hip. Let me put him downstairs in the car seat. Let me go back upstairs because God was showing me if you don't slow down, you're going to fall down the steps with your son. And I would literally see it. And I had to start being obedient when God would show me these things. So even now, well, yes, most definitely. You know, it's times I'll be like, we can't go that way. Yeah, correct. <laughs> we can't drive that way. Yeah. I can't go to this state as yeah. bad as I might want to see a family member. God has not released me to do that because for some reason something may happen. Mm -hmm. And I have to be obedient to that. And we all do because, and like I said, God will call us to the nations. He will call us to specific people. He will He will continue to use us as we be obedient. The last one you I wanted to touch on is that we have to reject this victim mentality. To be to have this heightened discernment and 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 even when we may lack this spiritual intelligence, if our minds and our hearts are in the right place, right. God will still protect us. Right. You know how many times I don't know about you. Are we, and then if our mind is right, we will still be able to develop that increase our spiritual intelligence to the word of God but if you have a victim mentality we'll be so focused on the situation or whatever is going around going on around us as opposed to focusing and understanding what season we're in through the word of God so yeah we have to reject the victim mentality we're kingdom folk right we have to remember you, I don't know if you all know um, the story of the Israelites and how they murmured. Mm -hmm. And we know the Bible, the word of God says, God, he hates murmuring. Well, murmuring is complaining, right? That's a form of complaining. And so sometimes we find ourselves, we, we get into this zone. Oh, this ain't right. Oh, my husband ain't doing that. Oh, my wife ain't cooked. Oh, my car, I need a better car. Oh, my house. Look at my house. My house is dirty. Somebody don't even have a house. Somebody don't even have a husband. We so busy fussing about something that another woman to be like, oh, they'll be bowing down for what we got, right? Another uh, <laughs> another wife would be bowing down or a husband would be bowing down for a wife. But we so busy complaining and not understanding that those things will bring on spirits. Because we're not being in a state of thankfulness. Now, I want to back up before we get on to this victim mentality, because that's a big one. To have this anointing, to have this understanding of discernment like the sons of Issachar, we got to remember that when we watch and pray, God grants us the grace mm -hmm. that we are in seasons, and he gives us information on seasons to come. Do you remember... One time, we were looking for the first house. Remember that? <laughs> and remember, I had someone come to me and they said, oh, you should buy this house. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. They told me I should buy this house and I was praying. 
This was the house before we in there. And I was sitting there and I said, Lord, give me, give me the wisdom and the understanding. I told him, I said, no, God, I heard, I heard Holy Spirit. I heard the word of God say, I'm going to supply all of your needs according to my riches and glory. It had, it, it wasn't that I didn't have faith in God. God prophetically showed me that I was about to go. We were going into a season. He said, Jackie and my God, hallelujah. He said, in this season, be ready because this is going to be a season but I'm going to bring you through. You remember I called you and told you? Yes. Yes. What happened? Let you tell me. Let me see. Well, you told me specifically what type of house it was and the location of the house and what was actually behind the house. No, no, no. Which That's is? not the one. This was a season. This was a season when I had... I, I was in the car. I was talking with the person that was helping me get the house. And I literally saw that we were going to be down to one income. You remember that? Yes. Yeah. And I saw it. I got you. You remember? Yeah. And I had to tell the person, I said, no, I don't want to get a house in that price range because. The first house. Right. Okay. Gotcha. Right. Because. Um, yeah. Something should happen to either one of us. One of us. Still pay, able the bills. To pay all the bills, etc. etc. So, and I didn't know what was about to happen, but God showed me, He showed me that you will be down to one income and to be careful. And I had to tell this person because they was a woman of God when they was helping me. And I told them, and they said, Oh, just use your faith. And I said, Yeah, I understand that, but the season that's about to happen, I gotta be mindful. Well, that season came. My husband had back surgery yeah, and one day he had got hurt on his job within three hours after you being hurt, you found out you had to get surgery the next yes, day. Correct. The next day he went to surgery and what for four months you was literally what on your back? Yeah, more than four months, but yes. And I lost the ability to walk the second month after the surgery. I had no strength in my legs. I couldn't even stand on my own. So um, after the surgery, the situation got progressively worse as opposed to progressively better and eventually took me three years to get back to almost 100%, three years. So the story of this was I had to watch and pray. I needed discernment, right? I thank God for Holy Spirit because in that season, I could have went out the boat and got a house that was double of what God was already showing me well, you were going to be in the season, Jackie, where you're going to be down to one. And he showed me, he said, I'm going to supply your needs. But in this season, I'm going to demonstrate my power. Not to you, but to your husband. Remember? Yeah. And I didn't know. During that time when Leslie was out, he couldn't walk. He was on his back. We went through, when I tell you. See, and that's why we got to be careful about how when people see you, they see they see the, the beauty of it, but they don't know the story. Everybody has a story. I'm not magnifying my eyes like I'm so wonderful. But the testimony is, one day, I went in Leslie's room. I was in another room, and I was praying. And I said to the Lord, I said, God, what do I do? I know you. I know you to be a healer. He said, go in there 
go in that room and ask him, do he want to be healed? Do you remember that day? Yes. Do you remember that day? Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. yeah you do. remember that day? Yeah. So I came in and I said to you, I said, Leslie, the Lord asked me do, to, to tell you, ask you, do you want to be healed today? Yeah. And I said, it's only, it's by your faith. It's not by me in here praying loud. It's not by me screaming. I said, what is about to transpire in your life is about to be done by faith. That is correct. Because, you know, even after the surgery, I was in so much pain, in, in tremendous pain. Um, tremendous pain. Couldn't, couldn't walk properly. Um barely had any strength in my left leg because that was the side where um, the disc was um, shattered and had issues with my you know the nerves at the bottom of my spinal cord and um, oh it was so it, it was it was it was intense I and mean it wasn't getting any better it wasn't getting any better see and we was in the season it wasn't getting seasons better. come and seasons go. Mm-hmm. But I heard the Lord say, tell him about who I am. Ask him to receive this healing by faith. You received it by faith that day. Yeah. Now. And you, two months later. Two, well, no. And then we prayed because he continued to have pain. And mm. I said, we said, I said to you, I said, Leslie, we're going to come in agreement. Correct. And we're going to believe that there is a situation in a, and the Holy Spirit, this is why we need discernment, right? I mean, this is an example of my personal family. There's so many more examples and that he could share, or I could share, that you could share. But I said, God has a, a specific doctor with a specific strategy to take you out of this pain. God was speaking. Mm-hmm. And we searched, and we looked, yes. and we went, and what happened? We finally um, found up. Pain clinic, and um, he said, "Well, um, I know you had epidurals before, but um, we're gonna try some more. We're, we're gonna try to do it a little different." And first, the first epidural, still in pain. Second round, still in pain, and then the third one. T- two months later, after getting the third round of um, treatments in my spinal cord. I could feel my, my leg feeling much better, my strength getting back in my leg, etc., etc. And so tonight I want to tell someone because a lot of times God, we, we, we discount the doctors, but God, you know, he gives doctors that anointing to help us with the healing process. And we can never discount that. And that's what I was praying for my husband to re- to keep walking by faith, to keep believing that God is going to give you the desires of your heart. And God was going to continue to make a way out of no way. Hey, Domine. And God did it. Yeah. God did it. But it was according not to my faith, to his faith. Now, I was the only one working. I had to take care of the kids. We had to do the homework. We had to buy food. We, it was hard. It was a time. But God still supplied every last one of our needs. Yeah. But now, if I would have jumped out and did the double 
um, payment for the home that I knew what God was telling me in the house because the homes here in Atlanta is beautiful, okay? First of all, I wasn't even getting a house for me. It was for someone else who was to move down here that never came. But I was like, okay, thank you, Lord, because it was meant to be exactly what it was meant to be because we was able to pay every month right. on time. Yeah, never fell behind. Never fell behind yeah. and, and always had food, sometimes more than enough. Yeah. Right? Yes. And Lauren? Yes. Yeah. And so... Um, Lauren was getting scholarships too because yes. she was able to go to a private school because yeah. of our income it was only one income with four people right and so I just want to remind someone tonight that we want to be pray watchful and we want to pray and we want to know those seasons because every season we see winter we see fall we see spring we see um, summer and then you know in Africa they don't have all those seasons they have a Drought, a season of no rain, and the season of rain, right? So depending on where you are, there's different seasons. Different advantages to operate in those seasons, too. Different advantages to operate in summertime, those seasons. Going into the summertime or springtime, you want to start planting the crops. So there's an advantage of getting the seeds into the ground at that specific time. So you can harvest what you, this, what you put in the ground later on. So specific times and we want to re be reminded the word of god says many are the afflictions of the righteous but the lord our god delivers them out of them all yeah. the righteous will have afflictions we will go through i don't want to sit up here and say no and that's why i really when we were talking about the the sons of issachar remember yeah. we were just like wow this is something that is really um, something worth diving to and not just yeah. diving into one time but continually and to practice these steps on how to heighten your discernment yeah, very, very develop self-control right yes. because without without that self-control you can abort your seasons we want to submit our all to the will of God to the word of God stay prayerful you want to watch and you want to pray Amen. And even when you are not able to watch or you may not be in that mind of praying because things will try to come and throw you off. If your heart is in the right place, God, his Holy Spirit will cover us. So many times, like I said, I've had people call me up, question me, talk to me. And you may think people think I'm stupid. I'm not dumb. No, right? <laughs> they question me mind. trying to see where my heart and my mind is. And I'm like, really? That's dangerous because my heart and my mind, but they don't know. So I'm, I'll say like, Jesus, Lord, forgive them for they know not what they do. And then we want to reject the victim mentality. And that victim mentality is the biggest one because if we're not careful, we'll start murmuring. And when we start to complain, when we start to, I remember I was in a job and I was just like, oh gosh, this job. And I had to turn from complaining to thanking God. I started going every morning with tears in my eyes and with all the frustration, I would be like, God, I thank you. I thank you because even in this, you're building up character in me. God, I thank you. I thank you that I might not understand why I'm going through what I'm going through, but Lord, give me the grace to be able to still represent you because I tell these people that I'm a, I'm a child of the most high God and people will not read their Bible, but they will read your life. So I had to, I had to constantly ask God and thank him. And in that thankfulness, in that spirit of being thankful, I start getting strength, right? My God, hallelujah. You know, it says, be thankful in all things. 
not for all things, but in all things. Be thankful in all things. Good, bad, or ugly. Good, bad, or ugly. Be thankful, yeah. So, we want to remember tonight that God wants us to be mindful of what we have available to us. He wants to download this discernment. That discernment comes from Holy Spirit. Listen, if you have not given your heart to Christ and have not asked for the gift of Holy Spirit, you need to do that. Because without that, we don't have that ability and that capability. We are, we can't we can't have the mind of Christ and, and function in the ways that God wants us to move in without it. I don't care how wonderful we think we are. Without it, we're nothing. Because at the end of the day, we're only vessels. We're only vessels that God can use for his glory, right? For his glory, that he would draw men into himself. And the beautiful thing about God, he want to do great and mighty exploits to his people. He want to use us. He wants to do it, right? And so many times people are wanting, why this person have this? Why this person, uh, listen, just work in what God has given you. Don't worry about what another person has, what another person, do what God has called you to do because that's why he call us the body. Yeah. Everybody has um, their own gifts and talents. And the, the sons of Issachar had this ability. Yeah. They were able to recognize the times, the seasons. They were able to understand the moon cycles. They knew what to do when it came to yeah. David. They knew them. even today, the modern sons of Issachar you know, they're going out to the nations prophetically and telling these different leaders of the nations what needs to happen. Giving them insight, giving them warnings. I love Prophet Karn. Remember Prophet Karn, yeah. how he went and he was telling them about what was yet to happen. He told them about 9-11. Yes. Remember, yeah. he was giving them prophetic um, understanding what the United States of America needed to do. Yeah. Humble, humble themselves and call upon the name of the name of the Lord. We call upon the name of the Lord. And so today we have a better test. We have a new testament that declares that we have a better covenant with better promises because of what Jesus did for us on the cross. And everyone should have the capabilities of discerning and be wise just like the sons of Issachar. And we should understand the times due to Holy Spirit that gives us the power of what happened on the day of Pentecost. We look at Luke, the first chapter. You can look at Mark, the 16th chapter. And listen, I encourage you all, when you go back and look, to read this for yourself, right? Because yes. we went in deep. Yeah. We was studying this light. And it was a beautiful thing because my husband really brought out some things that I didn't, I, I, I never got. And that's the beauty of studying the word. You're going to always get something new. Right, God will always reveal Himself um, different ways at different times, and we need God's wisdom today. Okay, it was it was a um, very meaningful journey, very meaningful journey um, to understand certain specifics in terms of understanding what season you're operating in, what you need to do in that season to be successful, and then you know having the ability or the understanding to understand what's coming next and be ready for that next season. So in one season, what you're doing now might work, but in the next season, something else is going to work. Not the same thing. 
So you have to be able to adapt and understand what season you're in. And with the season, then you change the strategy. And that's how it works. And how do you get those strategies? You get those strategies through the Word of God. Increase the knowledge of the Word. Dive deeper into the Word of God. And that will increase the spiritual intelligence. And your spiritual intelligence will increase your discernment. And through increased discernment, you have the strategies you need for every season in your life. We do, but we rely ho- totally on Holy Spirit. Yep, most definitely Holy Spirit. So it's important that we become veterans of spiritual warfare. You know, that's a, sometimes we walk. Well, spiritual warfare now is evident. We have children in schools <laughs> shooting teachers. It's you have spiritual nowadays not to have the not to have the Holy Spirit. Right, it's too dangerous. Yes. It's too dangerous. Yeah, most definitely. I remember I put a post up one time, and I'm not making light of it. I literally said, I pray before I even go to the supermarket to find out what store I need to walk in and what store I don't need to go in, right? Because we see it's, 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 it's out here today. Everything is going down but the word of God. And I don't know what else to tell people today, honestly. I think you see it for yourself. I don't know what else to tell anyone today. If you pick up the word of God, I know we have a lot of books that we can read by a lot of people, but pick up the word of God and read it. Read it. Read the word. And you will see what's going on in the world. How was this book written so long ago and things are happening just as they say? Because it's already written. It's already written. It's already but but written. you got those that will deny or or disclaim like, oh, it's, no, it is a real book. It is the best book that anyone could read because what is going on in the world today? We need we need God's word. Yeah. We need Holy Spirit. Yeah. A, and we got to remember that we don't fight against flesh and blood. This is a big thing that I also want to bring up because the warfare is going to continue. Okay. We're in a time now and we see what's happening in Israel where I call it the birth pains of the Messiah's coming. Literally. We are going to continue to see things happen in the earth more than ever. We just saw seven years of rain fall in Florida. That happens. Is, that happens. Right. We see we're seeing tornadoes hit cities. We know that things are going on atmospheric. We know that. Snow. We cannot sit here snow. and not recognize why different ones are now going up into the atmosphere and, and, and venturing up out. They're buying property in space. Do y'all know that? That they're China, United States, they're literally buying prop they're buying property in space. So what is about to happen? We think wars is only going to happen here. There's about to be warfare that takes place in different realms that we won't even see and know about, but we'll see it manifest here in the earth. Do we really understand what's happening? Do we just think that tornadoes are coming? Or do we understand that people have bought 
property in outer space that is could literally be affecting the United States of America to wipe us out. I don't want to get too... <laughs> Listen, that's why I say God is calling his people to rise up. This is not just a podcast for us to come on. And I know you guys, you're going to, you're going to see more people rise up in this time for this time. So we will not be ignorant of the enemy devices. We're going to have to know that God has given us this power and this insight. And we're going to have to move. People thought Noah was crazy when he built the ark. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. Nobody was a necessity. Noah moved in a season. Yes. Everybody, oh, this is my season. Everybody shouting and jumping. Listen. But you need a strategy. You got to be mindful. Because like I said, I seen that season coming in my life mm-hmm. when I said, what? One income. Yes. And the Lord said, yes. Don't let nobody sit here and fool you. You have a relationship with me and I am going to supply every last one of your needs, but don't forget what I told you. And that's what we have to be. We might, we have to be mindful of. We have to sit our young people down more than ever. Show them the times, show them exactly what's happening. You know, it's things my son will come and he'll talk to me and he'll say different things that he's been enlightened on now that I'm like, wow, he see it. He sees it. But I had to, they say, train up a child in the way they should go. And when he's older, he shouldn't depart from it. Yes. Depart from his ways. He come back home sometimes and he's telling me stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I know. God told me. He's like, mom, I see it with my eyes. I literally see it because he's out there. And so we can't be so confined to just what's happening in our life where we're not mindful of what's happening in the earth. What's happening in other realms. What's happening in other nations. Well, also, our our realities are, you know, they're linked to our spiritual orientation. So the more we're in tune with God's word, the more we're able to heighten our discernment. He's able to heighten it. Yes. He's able to heighten it the more that we... Right, because we want to know more about him. The only way we get to know about him is through his word. And we get to... he. Then he says, I'm no longer calling you strangers. I'm calling you friends. Yep. Right? Because now I can share some of the deeper thoughts with you. I can trust you. Right? Because you know how I operate and you know who I am. Right. And so sometimes when you're doing or you're operating in those different ways that God is allowing you to operate, um, what may seem important to one person, you not even, your mindset isn't there because God is giving you some other stuff to focus on and to pray about. And you can't really talk about, I mean, I can't talk to you all about what God gives me here because that's between me and God. But in the midnight hour, in the 3 a.m. hour, in the 5 a.m. hour, he wakes me up and tells me and gives me that information that I can pray about. You know? And then half the time, what happens? I read, Leslie, look what happened on the news. Like, I'm yeah. like, I, I don't. It's, told. You already told me about it. 
So when you put the news on, it's just confirmation of what God already said. Or to pray about it. Yeah. Like. So the effect will be lessened. It won't be as. Or it won't happen. Drastic or as eventful as you see it um, when God comes to you. Or he'll also give it to you because we will go through, but he'll prepare our hearts. Right. He'll prepare our minds, you know. Um, and like I said, personally, a lot of things that I get is just, <laughs> it's just um, really like just serious stuff. Like yeah. I don't be wanting to know. But anyway, so we want to have that. Really prophetic. Get veteran, um, veterans in spiritual warfare. We know that these now are the birth pains of the Messiah's coming. We see the collapse of how people are valuing morals, um, all these different things they're doing now, passing different laws, um, people getting locked up because they really say we have free speech, but then we don't. We have to do certain things for people we may not agree with their lifestyles. Um, we see these weather conditions that's just bombarding the United States and other places, right? We've seen... Um, we just saw Brazil have that um, festival, the carnival for de the devil worshippers, and then the next day, what Last over eight hundred people were, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we see, right? And then we have the rumors of wars. We have wars, literally. Yes. We have space wars that we not even, we don't even see. We don't even see what's happening in the space. But there are wars that's being set up. We see the shaking economies that's happening, right? So we want to have the Issachar, the anointing, like the sons of Issachar. We see the economies that's being shaken. But the blessed thing that we know is we don't operate by this world. We are kingdom individuals. Yes. And we have to remember that even in the last days. We have to remember that. That we're governed by a different system. But we have to be bold in that. We have to stand on that no matter what come or what go. And I remember when Leslie couldn't walk in that time in the life when really I didn't call on no, I didn't call on hardly anyone but God, you know. Um, and I remember the pressure. And I remember... Um, I had a couple, I have a couple, had a couple family members here that would help me, but I had, you know, but I stood on the word of God and God was so faithful. I mean, every so often I was getting a raise and I was just being promoted. He was giving me strength. I mean, I was doing a whole system implementation that I will leave out of work in the morning at six and come home yeah. at 11, 11, 12 o'clock at night. Yeah. At night. Yeah. That's the pressure I was under. Yeah. No one knew that my husband wasn't walking. No one knew, like, I, we had, he, he was eating, but, you know, he was barely really getting nutritious meals other than when I could cook. No one mm -hmm. knew I had to take care of my kids, get my son's homework. And no one knew but God, but God. And I stood by his word and I quoted that word day and night. And so what you see today is a result for not just me, a lot of you that have stood on God's word. When things seemed like there was no way out, God will always make a way. He made ways out of no way. My neighbor at the time was helping me. I, I didn't even know her. She stepped up and helped me with Lauren. I had to trust God. 
And this woman became like a second mom to me, you know. Um, and she took care of Lauren. She helped. She was there for us. And mm-hmm. God healed Leslie's body, restored yeah. him. Yeah. I think we went on a trip to Aruba after that. <laughs> I said, listen, and I love what my, my pastor and my co-pastor always say. Don't make an excuse for nobody. If you're in a season where God has blessed you, you don't have to explain yourself to nobody. We went to Aruba yes. and had a ball. Leslie was yeah. swimming in the water. I was like, don't be swimming too hard now. I don't want your back giving out over here in Aruba. And he was swimming, and I was just like, tears was coming down my eyes. Because let me tell you, when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Lord will lift up a standard. And that yeah. standard is, is his word. And I'm here to encourage someone tonight and you. Is here to encourage someone tonight. Oh yeah, most stand def- most definitely on the word, word of, God. of God. Even even if it seems that uh, there's no way out, you know, you're tired, you're hurting, but when death come, when death come, people will leave here. I mean, unfortunately, that's one of the things that's promised that we will leave our we mm-hmm. our loved ones will leave here. We don't know how they will leave here, you know. Um, that is a sting that can really affect us and hurt us to our core. And that sting of death will always and try to come and take us out if we're not careful. And that's why we need a God that is all powerful, that is all knowing, that is almighty. He's Be- the way, the truth, and the light. And the light. You can't go wrong with the light. And he's faithful. Yes. When people was not faithful and people let us down because we will let each other down. He doesn't let us down. And when we go through, remember we're going through because someone else needs to know our testimony. That's what we do here on the Remnant Podcast. We declare and decree that lives will be changed, souls will be delivered, and guess what? We will give our testimony for the glory of God. That's what we believe in. So, I want to leave with this tonight. Only the believers who properly discern and understand the times and what Israel should do and what who and what Israel place is placed in the end times can truly comprehend the current events and why things are happening the way that they are. Listen, we need to keep our eyes on Israel. Israel is our is our timetable. Yeah, our timetable. And we're in a dispensation now where Things are going to continue. We need to have this Issachar anointing. We need to be able to discern the times, places, people, things, situations. And if people get mad, oh, well. If God don't tell you to do something, don't do it. Be obedient. Because there is a reason. There is a reason we cannot continue to operate in what we want. When we want. What I just said the other day, I was like, Leslie, it ain't meant for us to go on a vacation. Remember? Yes. We was praying. We was trying to figure yeah. out where we was going to yeah. go. And I was like, mm. Looking up flights. Yeah. And yeah. the thing was, too, I praise God for my husband tonight because you, you understand what God does in and through me. Oh, yeah, most definitely. So I want to say that publicly because a lot of times people see me out in the forefront of doing stuff. But I have a man of God that read the word, that pray. Yeah. I thank God for him. I got, for real. I got more prayerful and more 
you know, everything heightened over the years, but um, I've seen many things happen throughout my life, even when I was younger, growing up in the Caribbean, and, you know, there's major things that, you know, God, something was telling me, let's uh, get up and, and walk here, or... What was that thing? When I was overseas, what, what was Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. or when I was overseas... He would tell me, you know what, Les, don't don't walk from the fact this way today. Go around, go go the long way. Or what would happen? What well, as a result of you doing it? What what would gunfire? Um, people, you know, people being hurt, people being killed. Um, a lot of things. I so mean, God was, he was with you and he was guiding. That's why we need Holy Spirit. Every step of the way. And, and I want to encourage you tonight, for those of you that have, you know, consult Holy Spirit in everything you do. Everything that you do, everything you do for your children. And don't care if they get mad. I, listen, I'm so beyond that. But I thank God that God, I said, Lord, reveal. And this is the thing you can do if you haven't. I, a lot of times I'm like, Lord, reveal to my family, my children, each person that's connected to me, who you are. If you have to use me to show them, then do that. Do that. Because when he does that, then they understand and they'll respect what God does in and through you. But that takes humbling yourself. Sometimes you just got to be quiet. You know, sometimes I, plenty of times, right? I'll be like, I was ready to be like, da, 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 da. And I'll just be like, you know what, Lord, show them. Be slow to speak. Mm -hmm. Slow to speak. Mm -hmm. Quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger. Those are yeah. vital principles to discerning, I mean, heightening your discernment. Yes. And then we have to have a thankful heart. Like we said, we want to reject the victim mentality. We want to have a spirit of praise and offering up thanksgiving. If we want to be like the sons of Issachar, we must possess the spirit of excellence. And operate in that manner. We have to be willing and ready to allow God to use us however he wants to use us. But our desire should be to um, operate in the spirit of excellence. God, use me for your glory. Even if you feel like you can't do it, it's no longer about you. Because God's spirit comes through in you and then he does what he does. Yeah. Right? If I didn't have the faith to trust and believe that... I wouldn't be where I'm at today. Everything I say all the time, everything I've ever gotten was by faith. When I really look back over my life, everything from a child, I always would say this and say that, and it was by faith. I didn't even know I was speaking prophetically into my destiny, and everything would come to pass. Remember, we were, I was like, Leslie, we move into Atlanta. And he was like, okay. And that's why I said I thank God for my mm -hmm. husband, because don't get him being calm right now like he don't have his voice. Oh, yes, he does. <laughs> But he also understand the spirit of God that worked through me and has been working yeah. for years yeah. and how I mess up, but then I go to God and I cry out and I have to come and apologize and I have to get it right. And then I get it right. Yeah. I yeah. get it right because I want to please God and I want to operate in the spirit of excellence. And I always say, I don't want to be a public success and a private failure. Listen, if I get up and preach, <laughs> teach, do anything, and my husband ain't smiling or clapping or my kids ain't smiling or clapping. That's a problem for me. 
not for you all, for me personally, because I know that my first duty is to honor my husband and to be what God called me to be in my home. And that's where I, I strive every day to please God. Lord, let me be all I can be in my home. And then spread and do have me do what you have me to do. And God has been faithful in that way. Amen. 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 And so tonight we, we want to remember Psalms 119. We're going to come to a close when David praised God seven times a day. And y'all know David went through a lot. But did he lose his praise? No. And that is something we have to remember that our praise, our thanks, our spirit of thanksgiving, a spirit of being grateful is necessary. And when you think or when you start to think or complain, rebuke it, train your mind to be able to say, you know what? God, with tears running down my eyes, I thank you. I thank you. I guarantee where as you start giving God praise and giving him thanks, situations start to change. Yeah. You move things out your way. He, it has to change. Yeah. In the quickness, the blink of an eye. Because I you're setting yourself up yeah. to be in a whole nother position and to walk into another season. See? We have to be mindful of that. And then we have to remember to give God thanks in all things, not for all things, but for all, in all things, this way our heart, our heart does not get uh, darkened. It don't. It doesn't get darkened. Right. We stay in the light. Mm -hmm. in the he light. allows us to have the insight and the wisdom. But when our hearts get darkened, we had a victim mentality. Oh God, why they forgot about me? How come they ain't recognize me? Oh, how come they treat me like this? Oh, how come nobody ever called? No, come out of that victim mentality because we are more. Then conquerors through Christ Jesus. And it says, let this mind be in you that's always also in Christ Jesus. And Christ died that we would have what? Victory. victory yeah. We are victorious in Christ yeah, Jesus. We win every time. So we got to remember, we can't have a victim mentality. Because that hinders our ability to be and walk in this heightened discernment. And even when th people think that you don't know. Sometimes you already, you already know because you already seen what's about to happen yeah. and they're playing out the role for you. But yeah. when they do it, all you can do is pray for them. Yeah. yeah My God. Yeah, many times it came to me and told about certain situations and yeah, they happen um, exactly how they said, you said it would happen. So yeah, it's with people. Yeah, with people. With yeah. people. With people. And 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 it's not for me to put them down. I'll be like, wow, God, you showed me this person was going to call me and question me. Or you showed me this person was going to say something to me or do this. Mm -hmm. And then I pray for them because now I have an insight not to put them down and beat them, badger them. I'm like, God, I'm praying for them that, you know, you can get them that peace, that you can give them that joy, that you can give them that happiness, that you can give them that understanding. Like you helped me. Because you're still helping me. But as I walk and get and I'm close with him, he already shows me and, and gives me that. And then I'm like, wow. And then I pray for other people who may be deceitful. To, you know, but that's a whole nother story. So 
We want to keep our hearts clear. We want to keep our minds clear. We want to keep our heart enlightened so God continue. We want to rid the unthankfulness spirit because that can come in the form of murmuring. And remember, when the Israelites murmured, what did God do? He sent the snakes into their camp. See, when we start complaining, you you inviting these spirits. Now the enemy like, oh, thank you. I got a door to come in. Now I can bring all my little friends with me. Or disease. Disease. Yeah, and or then you have, I, I learned about these, the angels of um, sickness and disease comes. Sickness and disease when we're unthankful. Angels of sickness and disease comes in. That's why he said in all things give thanks because he knew somebody was going to be sick. He knew somebody was going to lose their loved ones. He knew it, but he said in all things give me thanks because when you give me thanks, guess what? You putting yourself in a position where I could still speak to your heart. And when I say heart, I mean mind where I could still intervene for you. Where I could still allow you to know and see the light at the end of the tunnel. So many days when I used to drive to work, you didn't know this, I used to cry. But I would be in there listening to, um, listening to, um, who's your favorite singer? Tasha Kai. No, 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 the guy. Um, mm, um, never should have made it. Oh, Marvin Sack. Yeah, Marvin Sack. And I would be in there, and I'd be in the car crying, speaking in tones. Never should have made it. And I'd be like, you. Right? And I was believing God. Listen, Marvin Sepp prophetically had sang that song, and I was like, never should have made it without you. I'm making it, God. So we look at 1 Corinthians 10 and 10. Paul teaches that murmuring, the murmuring of the freed Israelites caused the, uh, caused the uh, snakes to come into their camp. So we don't want to murmur. We want to remember the... Um, Give God thanks. And then we always remember we have to walk by faith. Not having a, the eyes of faith is dangerous. Not having the eyes of faith is uh, very dangerous. So personally, I've gotten serious about not mur not complaining. Right? Remember I used to come down and be like, oh, y'all ain't cleaning up. Then I say, Lord, thank you. Thank you for my kitchen. Because I remember I had this kitchen with all this counter space and all this stuff. Yeah. At least I have cabinets. I can put everything away. Thank you, God. Somebody don't have a house. Let me be quiet. Thank you, Lord. Right? I've gotten so serious about watching my murmuring and complaining because God will discipline us and Holy Spirit will purify us. And when I say purify us, the Bible says God chastises those that he loves. And I don't want anything to come down on me to have to chastise me. Because that chastisement, it can come in different forms. And so when we are mindful of that and we get corrected and we have that mind of Christ, say, I rebuke that. I call that back. No, I'm not saying that. And then, like I said, Paul and James both warned us that a person who repeatedly complains by complains will be judged by the warn by the destroying angels. The sickness and disease. Yeah. We don't want those to come upon our life. Yes, we will get sick and we will may have a disease, but God is our ultimate healer. We don't want to invite it in. We don't want to just ask for it. We want to be on our guard. We want to pray that we will become more like the sons of Issachar tonight. We want to be wise. We want to have understanding of the times and that we'll know what is the reconstituted nation of Israel, that it is not a coincidence 
But what Israel is going through is the prophecy that is being fulfilled in the Bible. We got to remember that um, this means that Israel is going to be saved and redeemed in the end. Amen. Amen. And so we want you to read Ezekiel 36 and 24 and 25. I won't read that for the sake of time. But we did our studying and we know that we are going to be um, just okay. We're going to be more than okay, but we want to stand our ground. We want to remember to know that we are a remnant that God has chosen for this time, for this season, that we are going to continue to ask God to enlighten our minds as we continue to read our word and allow Holy Spirit to lead and guide us, that we will not go to the left or right. If Holy Spirit does not tell us, we will not do it. Correct. Amen. And so... Um, we thank God on tonight that we give praise to um, God for all that he's done, all that has been said. I thank you on tonight, again, Leslie, for sharing those points. So we want to heighten those. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah, I thank you. Definitely appreciate it. I thank you. I thank you. This is a one-in-a-lifetime situation but my husband was studying with me and i was like this is a good topic leslie i said will you come on the podcast he was like absolutely i'll come on the podcast with you so i thank god for you yeah, all let me, check, let me check my calendar real quick yeah. <laughs> and coming on with us and joining us listen on april 21st we're going to have our sister in the lord um yolanda booker back from grief speaks and we'll be continuing a series on the whole grief session um, this one will be called Help is on the Way. Help is on the Way with our very own Yolanda Booker from Grief Speak. So again, I thank you all. Remember, those four topics, those four things we want to leave you with tonight is develop self-control. Self because without it, you will abort your season. Correct. Watch what you say. Watch how quick you are to get angry yeah. and be slow to speak. Also, submit yourself to the Lord. Right. Submit your ways, your mind to God. He will, he will direct your path. He'll direct our paths. Stay prayerful. Stay prayerful. We need to pray. Before we do anything, we need to pray. We need to ask God for the discernment. Ask God for the grace. Grant us the grace to see what seasons are ending, what seasons are starting, what we need to do in this season as opposed to what we did in the seasons past. What season is coming? What strategies we need to implement for the season that's coming? So, definitely, definitely, we need to pray. We need to pray. And then we need to be watchful. We need to watch what's going on yeah, around us. We see right now what's happening in the world. So, we need to be mindful. Pray about these things. Lord, open my understanding. Open my insight. We think what's happening here on the earth level is here, but we know it's happening at a higher level. Right, we know that things are happening in, in the atmosphere and in, in different realms. You know, I like to look at Dr. Sharon Nesbitt and how she talks about the just different atmospheric realms and what takes place, and you know, um, her whole teaching on angels and things is deep. You know, we think angels got these <laughs> wings and they look beautiful. No, read the Word of God. Read the word of God. Some of you may be seeing angels and think you may be seeing a demon, but you need the mind of Christ. Yes. <laughs> mind of Christ and get that through his word. And get and let Holy Spirit 
guide you. And then reject that victim mentality. Whenever you start feeling like you're the only one going through something, it'll never happen for you. I'm not married. How come I don't have a husband? Why they take all the trips? How come she looks so nice? How come they got this house? No, stop it. You may have aborted your season. You may be aborting your season because you're not being thankful in the season that you're in. Because the season you're in, God may just be trying to teach you self-love. So when you do get the husband, you ain't driving him crazy. Because some women, I'm about to say it. Some women driving their husbands crazy. You got to rub my feet, rub my back, do this, do that. Listen, sometimes where you at? You in your zone and I'm in my zone. Okay. My husband, if I'm like, Leslie, I want to do this. I want to go to this conference. You fine with that? Right? Yeah. I respect him as the priest okay. of this home. Chill out. Right? Just chill out a little bit. Get the mind of Christ. God, how do I become a wife? I had to do that. Remember? Yes. I had to chill. I was so independent. You know, he was like, Leslie used to be like, well, you do everything. I mean, <laughs> Leslie, why you ain't do this? Because you do everything, Jackie. Chill out. Give me a day so I could do it. Before I could do it, you done did it. So I had to tone it down. Yeah. You're not a single mom no more. You don't have to mm-hmm. do everything. You ain't going to die if it don't get done. And back up and let him do what he needed to do. Because I was wearing the panties and the, and the boxes. Because I was trying mm-hmm. to do everything. And killing myself. And then he was like, just chill out. <laughs> I got better. Take right? it easy. Right. Yeah, much, much, much better. And I just be like, all right, Leslie, you'll do it. God had, but I had to go in my secret closet and say, God, give me your mind. Give me your mind. Let me understand my husband's temperament. Let me understand that um, I don't need to kill myself. Sometimes what? What you say? Some people worry about you eating more than I than you do. You cook for your husband. Leslie be like, what? What? Yeah. I'm good, right? Yeah. Good. I know how to cook because you wouldn't have married me if I exactly could. Exactly right. <laughs> But I know it was his favorite and all. Yeah. <laughs> right. And he know how to cook for himself. Like I teach my son. At the end of the day, it's a beautiful thing to be married. But don't forget, if people change, you can make yourself a meal. Yeah. You can iron your clothes. You can sew Amen. your shirt. You can sew a button. And you can make a dollar. Don't be dependent on nobody. Yeah. And that's for my daughters out there. But um in in men, but mainly the women. Always know how to make and contribute to your husband to the, to the household. I don't know why I'm saying this tonight, but somebody may need to hear this. Cause sometimes we just think a husband just supposed to do everything, and they just dying slowly, right? Contribute. Be a blessing to the man that God has blessed you with. You know, be able to be like, you know what? Look at my bank account. Sometimes I'll be like, let's say check this out. You be like, what? Yeah. I said 50 50, right? <laughs> not, not 30 70. You be trying to say 100 100 sometimes, yeah. but it's all good because you, you're selfless. Oh, yeah, I'm blessed. I was, yeah. I, 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 I literally, and I'll say this and we're going to close out in the um, salvation prayer and, and then we'll close in prayer, but I'm blessed. I really am. And I thank God for you. And I thank oh, God for I'm, this time. I'm blessed too. So, believe me, I speak blessings for each person that will come on. Every single person that's desiring to be married, get the mind of Christ, get in your word, ask God how to be a wife, how to be a husband, how to be a better wife, how to be a better husband. Most of all, live it out in your home. 
My husband was of a different faith, Catholic, right? Yes. And and God did a mighty work where he wanted to know. Mm-hmm. He wanted to know for himself. He got up one day and said, I'm going to go to church with you. Yeah. Don't tell me God won't do it. But you got to be willing to be used, humble yourself, and let God do it. Because when God do it, it's done. Yeah. It's done. Ain't no going back. So we thank God on tonight. And so for anyone that have heard this podcast on tonight and you would like to give your heart to Christ, ever since we started this podcast, that has been the number one focal point when God gave it to me and souls. And I may not always know who will say this salvation prayer or who have said it. And I will always encourage you, if you have, to inbox me or message me. And my email is kingdompower0916. Or you can direct message me here on Facebook through the Remnant Podcast Facebook page. And I will pray with you. I will, whatever is needed, I will call your name out, your family name, your loved ones, whatever it is. But the whole point of us doing this podcast is that God will be lifted up so that he would draw all men unto himself. Okay. I'm a, I am only a vessel, and one day I will go back to dust from which I came. But at the end of the day, if God has drawn you, I will, I will say, pray with me on tonight this prayer of salvation. And once you pray this prayer, you have crossed over from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. And let me tell you, that is a beautiful thing. Listen, I will encourage you after that to get into a Bible believing church where you can continue to learn about the ways and, and uh, get the mind of Christ. So your faith can be increased. It says faith come by hearing and hearing mm-hmm. about the word of God. And so you want to increase that faith that God gives to every believer by hearing his word, by knowing and then applying it. He says, what good is it that we we know it and don't do it? It's like us looking in the mirror and then we walked away and forgot what we seen. But we want to apply the word so that we can be victorious and, and live this thing out. Not that we would just be wonderful, but that and it's a beauty in walking it out. It's a wonderful um, life to walk with God because his burden is easy. His, his yoke is easy and his burden mm-hmm. is light. But the world yoke is heavy. The world yoke will blind you. Look at people now. They losing hope, going into banks, going into schools, killing people because there's no hope. There's no, They don't feel like there's a tomorrow that they can even look to, but not only for themselves, they're taking people with them. And if we have not recognized in this time and day that we need God's discernment more than ever, it is today. So I implore you on tonight that if you want to get to know him as your Lord and Savior, say this prayer with me. Father God, I thank you. I thank you for an opportunity that you have allowed me to come before your presence. I ask you to forgive me of my sins. I confess with my mouth and I believe with my heart that God has raised Jesus from the dead and he now lives in me. Thank you, Lord, that I am saved and I will serve you for the rest of my life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. If you've said that, like I stated, you have crossed over from the the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. And guess what? God now can do miraculous things in and through you. The next step you want to do is ask the Holy Spirit to come into your life so that you will have this insight, that you will have revelation, that you will gain wisdom. And it is only through the word of God and and his spirit that we are able to accomplish those things. 
that he's called us to do is nothing wonderful about ourselves. The Bible said we are like filthy rags. But his, his, what God does through and in us is what helps us to understand who he is. He just keeps showing himself strong and strong and strong. So we go from faith to faith to faith. And as we keep believing God, he continues to show us a new thing. Amen. And so on tonight, again, I thank God for my husband being here with me. Thank you, Brother Leslie. All right. And I thank you all for joining us. Uh, We look forward to you coming on again for another topic. One, the next topic. I'm, he gonna be better rested. I know you tired. He done worked all week, but God has restored this man, his body. Amen. God has blessed him indeed, giving him some insight. And you now even serving in the house of God. And so we thank God for that on tonight, and we thank God for your diligence and how He's going to continue to bless you, and you're going to be all that He called you to be. I thank you for being a man of God and demonstrating thank that here in the house. Thank you for being a woman of God, a wonderful, oh. wonderful wife. Praise I God. Re- I really do. Praise God. Sincerely, so. Praise God. And so we thank God for what God has put together. No man. Come against it and put it asunder. And so let's pray on tonight. So Father God, we come before you and we thank you. God, we give you thanks. We give you honor and we give you glory. Lord God, we thank you for this is the day that you have made and we're going to rejoice and be glad in it. Lord, we thank you that you are the author and the finisher of our faith. We thank you, Lord God, that your word says, Lord, that you will supply all of our riches according to, or all of our needs according to your riches and glory. And so tonight, God, we thank you for being every, providing every need, everything that we need for being a lover of our soul, the lift of our head, not just things, God, but showing you, us who you are through your word. Lord God, letting us know that you are the true and living God. And above you, there is no other. We thank you for being our every need, our every spiritual need, for being our our, our, our water, Lord God. Lord God, we thank you for Holy Spirit that leads and guides us, Lord God. And even tonight, as we study on the sons of Issachar, the tribe of the sons of Issachar, Father, how they were so astute and wise. Lord God, we pray right now in the mighty name of Jesus that that anointing will fall heavy on our lives. Each person that will have listened and will listen that Lord God, they will ask for that in their life, God. That you, Father, will give us insight, understanding, and wisdom, not only for ourselves, but for cities and governments and officials and leaders and nations, Father. Let us let us be modern day the sons of Issachar. Lord God, let us say that what thus saith the Lord. But most of all, Lord God, that others, God, will understand that it is you speaking and not us ourselves. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you right now, Father, for you ordained us in our mother's womb. And you you said we are fearfully and wonderfully made. So, Father, we thank you right now, Father, for how you're covering every prophet, every evangelist, every pastor, every apostle, every bishop that has been called, Lord God, according to your will. That you will continue to lead and guide them. Give them insight, Father. We thank you for the understanding that only you can give to your people. Father, tonight we thank you for each person that have prayed the prayer of salvation. Lord, I may not ever know, but you know. And so we give you praise. Father, I don't take for granted I could be sleeping in my grave. But it's by your grace and your mercy that you still allow me to have breath in my body. And because of that, owe you and so i thank you 
And if I had 10,000 tongues, I literally couldn't thank you enough. We thank you right now, Jesus, for each person that have viewed this podcast and those that will look at it later. God, as they speak and pray to you, Lord God, as they read their Bible, God, let them get to know you like I got to know you, like Leslie got to know you in the beauty of holiness as being a healer. Heal their hearts, God, if that, if that was from death, a relationship, uh, heal them, God, heal their minds, God, if they're, if they're struggling in their minds tonight, God, if, if they're, they're trying to equate themselves to people, Father, give them a spirit of contentment, Father, knowing that you do not make mistakes, that you made each and every one of us uniquely, divinely for your kingdom to be used by you. Lord, we thank you for Holy Ghost boldness on tonight. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for the word that you've embedded in Leslie and his mind, God, and gave him a spirit, a studying spirit, a, a man that will study the word of God. Hallelujah, God. We give you praise tonight. And for every man that will see this video, this podcast, this broadcast that will listen, we thank you for joining on tonight. Bless them and bless them indeed. Father, not let their feet go where they should not go. And we cover every marriage on tonight. Every wife, God, that is praying for her husband and every husband that is praying for his wife, God, to be more like you. We thank you, Father, that is already done. That as they submit themselves to your word and your way, that you will show them great and mighty things that only you can do. Those that are praying to be married, Father, we pray for them tonight. That they will seek your word and your way, Father. That you could show them that marriage is a beautiful thing. Hallelujah. It's between a man and a woman, but it's a beautiful thing. Because, God, you get the glory. Hallelujah, God. And we thank you tonight, God, that you are preparing your bride. Hallelujah. You're preparing the body of Christ for your coming. Let us be diligent tonight, hallelujah, God, to be watchmen. To watch God, to pray God, to be slow to anger, slow to speak God. Hallelujah God, that we will be diligent, not just about our business, but about your business. About your business as it pertains to the governments, as it pertains to the nations, as it pertains God to leadership in every, in every format and way. We thank you Father for your word. We thank you for lifting our heads above the enemy. And we thank you for the word because it is a lamp unto our feet. Literally. And a light. Unto our path. We pray right now for our pastors tonight. Pastor TJ and co-pastor Shanae. Father that you will continue to do great and mighty things through the man and woman of God. Hallelujah God. Hallelujah Father. We thank you for what you've already released in the spirit. That's about to manifest in the natural. For eyes have not seen and ears have not heard what you have in store, God. For them that you have called according to your purpose and for them that love you. We thank you for what you're about to do. What you're about to show because it's already done. And we bless you for our church family, for each person that's here, part of the Remnant Podcast. Every prophet continues to bless them and bless them indeed. Give them the boldness to speak like never before in these last and evil days. And so now, God, we thank you. We give you praise. We ask that you will cover our schools, cover our teachers, 
cover this earth, God. Let your glory be shown. Hallelujah. We thank you for the outpouring of souls that will continue to come into your kingdom, Father. That people will cry out and run, God, to the house of God. We thank you. We thank you, Lord God, for setting the stage that's about to be, oh God, shown to the world of who you really are. We give you praise. We give you glory. Now, God, as we end this prayer, this prayer, we ask that there be no backlash or retaliation, Father. And we seal this thing in the precious, precious name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We plead the blood over Leslie in my life tonight, in our children's lives. And we thank you in advance. We pray for our pastor's children on tonight, Ashley, Andrew, and Alexis, and every young person that will look at this podcast, and every young person that won't, every young person in the earth, God. We rebuke the enemy off of their minds. Off of their identities, God, that's trying to come against them so heavy, God. For we know that they have a future in you. And we thank you now for releasing your powerful, powerful spirit over them that will cover them and open their eyes and their ears to who they really are in you. We give you praise, honor, and glory. It is in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you all for joining us on tonight. This is almost a two-hour session, but this has been good. Has it been good? Yeah, it's been great. It's been great. Wonderful. Yeah. You like you ready to go to sleep? <laughs> no, it, it's no, it's been um, it's been a wonderful word, um, great word, something that we actually need to know and use and apply in our daily lives. So, if you if if there's one word to remember. Is how do you go about getting, being more discerning, the word discernment, and how do you go about being more discerning? So thank you all for joining us. We appreciate it. Um, until next time. Good night. This concludes this episode of the Remnant Podcast with Jackie Wade. Once again, I want to thank you for staying tuned to the podcast and be sure to connect with us. You could like us on our Facebook page at the Remnant Podcast with Jackie Wade. You can also follow us on our Instagram page at the Remnant Podcast. We're also available on the other social media Platforms such as Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. You can also watch us live on our YouTube channel at The Remnant Podcast with Jackie Wade. Again, thank you for joining. I am your host, Jackie Wade.